Good morning. Today is Wednesday, May 27th, the 48th day of the Omer. There are some very interesting family connections relating to the Book of Ruth in general and the holiday of Shavuos even more widely. And there are connections that we may not uh, focus on. One of them is that uh, the Book of Ruth, I've pointed this out before, is actually a reconciliation of a family rupture going back uh, over a thousand years. And that is that um, Ruth is the descendant of Lot. Uh, the story from Bereshis, Lot was um, in the destruction of Sodom and Amorah. He and his two daughters survived, and he with his two daughters had children. One of them was named Moab, and that was a rupture between Lot, the nephew of Avram, uh, for, for the next however many centuries it was, until Ruth. And Ruth is now a descendant of Lot, who now comes back to the Jewish people. So uh, don't ever think that a rupture in a family must be permanent. Unfortunately, sometimes it is, but it is possible to have a reconciliation, uh, even if it is centuries later. But the one that I wanted to focus on is Goliath. Goliath, or Goliath, so we know the famous story that uh, David was a young man and uh, faced the army opposing uh, the, the Jewish people at that time. And there was a great and mighty warrior, Goliath, a giant of a man. And he was taunting the Jewish army, which was completely incapable of defeating him. And this little boy, teenager, David, comes and says, let me have a chance. And you know the story, David with his slingshot is able to kill Goliath, who was much, much stronger and larger and more fierce than he was. And by the way, that narrative, when David was just a young boy, that is one of the narratives that helped that David emerged as a leader of the Jewish people, eventually becoming the king of the Jewish people, David HaMelech. And we know that David HaMelech died on Shavuos. So there is a certain connection to those events in David's life. But there's another connection, and that is that David and Goliath were cousins. They were cousins. Their great-grandmothers were sisters. Because of the beginning of Book of Ruth, we learn about these two sisters, Arpa and Rus. Rus was determined to stay with Naomi, and she converted to Judaism and became part of the Jewish people, and she was the great-grandmother of David, who became David Amalek. 
Arpa did not stay. She wanted to stay. In fact, our sages tell us that she walked 40 steps together with Naomi, intending to go back with her, just like her sister Ruth. But in the end, she decided not to. And in the end, she went back to her own home. The Medrash tells us this amazing thing. The Medrash tells us that Arpa went back home and she had a child who had a child who had a child whose name was Goliath. So David and Goliath were cousins. But then our rabbis tell us something and it's kind of the typical Midrashic style of putting together two things that don't seem to have any connection, but reading a connection between them, a rabbis in the Medrash say a startling thing. A rabbi say that no mitzvah goes unrewarded. No good deed is ignored by Hashem. And Arpa, even though she did not eventually settle with the Jewish people, but at least she had the immediate intention to do so. And she symbolically walked 40 steps together with Naomi thinking that maybe she would make the same choice that, that Ruth did actually make. But then she turned back. A rabbi say, just because of those 40 steps, Arpa was rewarded for the good intention for the partial mitzvah. And by the way, that's an important concept to keep in mind. Even if a person does a partial mitzvah, even if a person just intends to do a mitzvah but does not follow through, that intention is itself a positive trait that Hashem takes into consideration. <coughs> and our rabbis say that as a reward for the 40 steps that Arpa took together with, Ruth, with Naomi and Ruth, Going back to Israel, as a reward for that, her great-grandson, Goliath, was rewarded with 40 extra days of his life. The narrative tells us that Goliath spent 40 days taunting the Jewish army, making fun of them, threatening them, um, insulting them, trying to encourage them to attack because he felt he was so much stronger. And those 40 days that he spent taunting the Israeli army, the Jewish army, until finally David stepped forward, unlikely person, the most unlikely person stepped forward and actually vanquished him. But those 40 days that he was allowed to remain alive and do that, that was a reward for what his great-grandmother did of at least taking 40 steps with Naomi. Okay, that's kind of a midrashic style of putting together two disparate things and seeing some underlying connection between the two. But here's the question. And this question is asked by the great rabbi Rav Nassim Svifinkel. He says as follows. What kind of reward is that? I mean, if you're going to give a reward because your great-grandmother did something important for 40 days, 
40 steps. So you're going to give 40 of something to this great-grandchild. What kind of reward is it 40 days to taunt the Jewish army, 40 days to make fun, 40 days to uh, act with arrogance, and then which led to his being killed? What kind of reward is that? So here's a great story. <clears throat> the story is told about a salesman who was relentless. He didn't give up. He had to make the sale and he was persistent and he didn't give up. And he was trying for a long time to get a meeting with an important executive to be able to pitch to him, to make a big sale to him. But this executive was not interested did not want to buy from him, was not interested in meeting with him, and refused. And so every time he called, the secretary said he was not here. And when he finally managed to get him on the phone, the man said, I don't want to meet with you. But this salesman was very persistent, and he kept calling and calling and calling and nudging. And finally, the executive says, okay, I'm going to give you a meeting. You have 30 seconds. I'm telling you in advance that I'm not going to say yes to whatever you say, but you have 30 seconds, and at the end of 30 seconds, you have to leave my office. And the salesman said, that's great, that's fine, that's all I want. The day came, the appointment came, the salesman comes into the office, he sits down, the executive says, okay, 30 seconds. The salesman knows he's not going to make a sale. So the salesman smiles and he starts to hum a tune to himself, just sitting, humming, 10 seconds go by, 20 seconds go by, not a word, just humming a tune. At the end of 30 seconds, the executive says, what did you do after all the trouble you went through? to get this meeting, and I told you it was 30 seconds, you didn't say a word. You're just humming to yourself. What kind of a craziness is that? And the salesman smiled at him and he said, it's my 30 seconds, and I'll do whatever I want in my 30 seconds. Rudnason Svifinkel explains, it is true that because of Arpa's mitzvah, of her intention of walking 40 steps, that Goliath received an extension to his life of 40 days. He had a gift of 40 days longer than he was meant to live. But now the question is, Goliath, what are you going to do with those 40 days? That's up to you. Are you going to use those 40 days perhaps to introspect, perhaps to think about where your life is going, perhaps to think about where history is going, on which side of history do you want to be? Or do you want to spend your 40 days taunting another nation, haughty, arrogant, and in the end you're going to lose? The gift was 40 days. What Goliath decided to do with it was his own foolish choice. The truth is, 
It's such an important lesson for every one of us because in our lives, we are presented with opportunities. We are given gifts that we often do not recognize. And those are opportunities. And the question is, for what purpose will we use them? Reading the book of Ruth on Shavuos, experiencing the history of Shavuos, focusing on the difference in destiny between Ruth on the one hand and Arpa on the other, should get us to focus on this lesson of what ultimately happened to Arpa. She was able to leave a legacy to her great-grandson. But how was it used? And the, truth, <coughs> and the truth is, right now, during this experience, we're being given opportunities. And the question for us is, what use are we making of the opportunities that we have? Are we making use of this opportunity to demonstrate that we are observing the highest mitzvah that Hashem has of keeping safe and staying distant and following the measures associated with v'chai bohem, you should live by them? Are we going through difficulties and discomfort in order that next year we should be able to celebrate with our family, that next Yom Tov we should be able, hopefully, to all be together in shul? Is that how we're making use of this? The extra time that we're spending at home, are we making use of the opportunity to build relationships, to deepen those relationships, to take care about how we act towards each other? And our thoughts also are starting to turn to when we will come back to shul. I don't yet know when that will be, but hopefully soon. I don't yet know when, but that will also be a tremendous opportunity. How will we come back to shul? Will we be the same person that left? Or will we be different? Will our appreciation of our prayers be different? Will our appreciation of what it means to be physically together within a minion, will that be different? Will our appreciation of being able to socialize in whatever way it's going to be with the precautions as time goes on, but to be able to appreciate what it means? We need to use this time as an opportunity and to think about who we want to be when we come back. Shavuos is the perfect time to do this because Shavuos tells the story in a oblique manner of what happens when an opportunity is presented. It can either be seized like it was by Ruth with the glorious outcome that that led to or it can only be partially seized like it was by Arpa. And then, sadly, that opportunity was wasted. We don't want to make that choice. Let's use Shavuos as a time of introspection of how to make use of the opportunities that we have and come out the other side better for the experience. My friends, have a wonderful day.